Good morning, Vietnam! Welcome back to another episode of Breaking Bamboo. What, what? You got your boy Vince here, my man Pudge. What's going on? We got good news, Pudge. What's up? What's the good news? The panda is no longer endangered. What? The panda? The panda is now no, is no longer an endangered species. It's just uh, vulnerable. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> So you can take advantage of it, but you can't kill it. <laughs> oh, I can I can finally take it out on a date now. <laughs> <laughs> you just implied that you, you only like take vulnerable oh, girls out fuck. on dates. God. <laughs> too far. We need to cut that. <laughs> we, our, our intern needs to get on that and cut that right there. <laughs> Sorry. Our intern's a really hard worker. He gets a lot of shit done. Fuck, man. Um, anyway, the panda is no longer uh, an endangered species. Um, China's doing r- something right, apparently. And, oh, oh, uh, oh, it's the it's the Chinese people dressing up in panda outfits that are that are saving the pandas. Out you there. know what's funny when um when like they go and like feed the pandas, whatever, interact right. with the pandas, like the zookeeper, whatever, actually dresses up in a panda outfit. <laughs> and it like feeds the like baby pandas as if it was like a panda. That they're doing something right. And uh, they're definitely doing something. I just like I just read a lot about pandas because <laughs> right, this article, so I know a lot more than I, I need to know about pandas. But really? Yeah. It, it wasn't the uh, designer song of the summer. Just uh, panda. 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 Like China just really liked that song. It was like, oh shit. Oh. This but is- what's crazy, like, it's not. But there's only still like two thousand pandas in the world. Well, That's now, crazy. Now there's about to be more, right? Hopefully, if uh, you know Chinese people know how to market things, so they're but just you, trying you to know why like um, like pandas started declining. Why? It's because like they didn't have like enough bamboo or place to live. Shut so, the fuck up. No, there wasn't like, enough bamboo because like China was like uh, industrializing really right, fast, so they're right. just like cutting down all the bamboo. Um, yeah, pandas didn't have like enough food to eat. <laughs> and yeah, then do they yo, really yo, eat bamboo? Yo, I thought they ate other pandas. I thought no, they ate other you, bears and fucking like cannibals. Bugs. Yeah, no, no. like ninety nine percent of their their diet is is a uh, bamboo. I'm no, telling you, I read not. a lot it's about that. Yes, it is. You can't 99%. get that big eating just bamboo. Yo, that's why they need to eat like I think they eat like fifty or eighty pounds of bamboo a day. Get the fuck out! of Because here. it has like the bamboo has like so little nutrients apparently <laughs> that they just gotta eat a lot of it. You would think the panda would be smart enough to be like, oh, maybe I should eat some fruit. <laughs> and then, yeah, I wouldn't be in this situation. But no, they just keep munching on the bamboo and eat I mean, a lot you've of ever had bamboo before? I can't say I have. And bamboo shoots are delicious, man. Oh, I might have had bamboo yeah. shoots. They're the same I, shit. I've had bamboo yeah, shoots. You've had your yeah. panda moment. Yeah. You've had your panda moment. It's sweet as a motherfucker. I think... I, I don't know if I have bamboo shoots. Yeah, they're they're uh, super sweet. Are you thinking of like sugar cane? No, 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 no. Bamboo shoots. Okay, bamboo maybe. shoots. I'm sure my mom fed sure. it to me once upon yeah. a time when I was younger. Yeah, she probably just told you it was sugar cane. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember being bamboo shoots being sweet though, but whatever. Um, so we've been we've we've been raised in this world breaking bamboo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there you go. Like Welcome the to the podcast. Just, just full circle. Just, just like just like the panda. <laughs> Punch kind of looks like a panda too. Uh, on, only on my good days. Uh, well, did you know that there are actually two kinds of pandas? The red panda that that looks like a fox. It looks like a fox. It looks nothing like a panda. You there, and and you've seen one? Yeah, there's actually one at the Bronx Zoo, or there Just was one. one. There was one, or there might have been a couple. Um, I remember okay. seeing when I was younger. Like I got there, and they're like, "Oh, the red panda's here." 
And I thought it was going to be like, I thought it was gonna, I thought it was going to be a panda, except for like red and white or like red and black. And I was like, oh, it's going to be dope. But it's actually just like. Like a, like a Akuma, Akuma panda. It's just like, like a, <laughs> it's just like a bear and a fox mixed together. It was kind of disappointing. Yeah, I've seen, I've only seen pictures and it looks just like a fox with a, like a huge bushy tail. Right? Yeah. And it's kind of, it's kind of small. It's definitely smaller, like walks on all fours. Yeah, it's very small. It's like, it's like a fox. Yeah. That kind of sucks. Yeah, Fuck fake. the red panda. <laughs> <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's start eating red panda meat. <laughs> they, they're probably more delicious anyway. I don't know, man. I feel like the panda bamboo diet would be pretty good. Yo, don't worry. Like If, if like this keeps happening, next thing you know, I'm going to be hunting panda. I'm, I'm going to have a panda mink, a panda rug, panda comforter. Just That's what I'm saying. Yo, that's what I'm looking forward to. That's going to be awesome. The day, the day we can have panda rugs in our living rooms is the day that I'll, I'll die happy. Because we saved the pandas? Because you got a panda rug? Because I got a panda rug. <laughs> <laughs> so, way to go, China. Man, good you, for you them, got the man. Panda. They, they finally got their shit together with the pandas, huh? Yeah. So, Pudge, how's, how's open mic season going? Uh, open mic season is... Still in uh, not yet. Yeah, I Time mean it. it's still in hibernation. We're still scouting locations, you know. Nice. Um, it's gonna, but winter's gonna come around. They're gonna hibernate, like. Yeah, I mean, really I think, sticking to this uh, I think, bear bear episode. Yeah, I think I think winter is gonna be great because uh, less people are gonna be out, so then less people will actually witness me bombing on stage. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pudge. You know I'm gonna tell you. What, get, what do you got to tell me? Gotta, what do you got to tell gotta, me? You got to get back on that horse, man. I know I got to get back on the horse, but sometimes you fall off and you got to... Do you... Let me ask you something. Do you practice in front of a mirror, like, before you do uh, open mics? Or, like, stand-up in general? Uh, no, no. Not in front of a mirror, but I do practice holding a shitty microphone in my hand and walking around in my room, pacing, like, back and forth, like, I'm on a stage. You should get a, you should get a standing mirror in here, and then uh, you should watch yourself. Practice yeah, makes, I mean, I'm perfect. I mean, you you're talking to a guy who's still living with his clothes and trash bags. <laughs> so, like, it's been four months since I moved into my apartment, and a, a, a dresser with a wit and a mirror, like a full length mirror, is like three months away from where I'm at right now. All right, that's true. I'm still like trying to figure out how to do laundry, you know. So. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm just working on jokes, man. I'm. What you got? I'm, you got anything new? Anything you want to tell the tell our tell our audience? No, I'm just working on uh, jokes about being lonely and you know, alone forever kind of thing. You know? <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't sound like a good material for a stand-up show. It looks like I mean, uh, I mean something more for your therapist. Well, I I think the funniest comedians are the ones who are. V- vulnerable and honest on stage, right? So I'm just trying to be vulnerable and honest, but, you know, is is how I present it and, you know, am I doing it in, like, super machismo, like, alpha male confidence or am I doing a Woody Allen impression? Like, <laughs> the girl, they hate you, you, you should You should definitely practice in front of the mirror, though. I remember my first presentation when I was in school. It was, like, yeah. I was, like, undergrad B school, so it was, like, you can imagine right. the crowd there. right. And my partner, it was like one of the early classes, and okay. like, of course, my partner in the class was a black kid from the Bronx. He was the only other Bronx kid from the Bronx, probably like, in a, in the entire business school, and um, he was also black. He was also the only black in the class. So naturally, him and I were friends. Wow. Okay. 
Okay. And uh, and most people, like we did our presentation on Nike. We had to like, I think you had to pick a company. Then you had to like sell that company in some way or like uh, pitch the company. Like a, like a SWOT analysis. Some shit like that. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Throwing up yeah. B-School terms. <laughs> and so then. I uh, took marketing. I took sports marketing. <laughs> <laughs> so then on like presentation day, like all these like, you know. B school kids come like dressed up in suits, and I'm like, no, I'm just gonna rock like Nike. Year. Like me and you're gonna rock Nike gear, and we're gonna kill it. Like I rock all my Nike gear. Okay. Like right. and and the thing is that like my Nike gear was fresher than like my suit clothes. Like <laughs> I was in fucking college, I couldn't afford like nice clothes, and my suit was like all baggy and frumpy. So I was like, right. I'm gonna find a getaway with not wearing a suit. So we picked right. Nike. Fucking crushed our presentation in like it was just you two. It was just you and two. got the second highest grade in the class. Good for um, you guys. And we were like, I think I had like my Nike sweats or like tearaways and like the t-shirt did, and my Jordans and we were the only ones oh, not dressed he, up. Did you have it. you had tearaway pants? Like you threw? Did you guys? No, no, I didn't tear no. them away. I didn't uh, tear them away. I think because I had them and he didn't. Uh, and like I wasn't gonna like you know that's like. <laughs> That's just poor presentation. It was just like, but you I was so down front. for it. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah that's what you gotta do. You gotta practice from the mirror, man. You gotta like. I, I mean, I'm comparing like some <laughs> fucking school <laughs> presentations to you getting on stage. Same thing, right? Same thing. It's the, it's, Same thing. It's, I mean, whenever I did school presentations, I was just like cracking jokes, and you know, I treated it like I was just performing in front of people. You were the class clown, right? You were always a class clown. Oh yes, obviously. obviously. You know, I, I I I love being the center of attention. And, you know, what What I would do is I would be so quiet throughout the entire semester that when it was finally time for me to present at the end of the semester, people would be like, does this kid even fucking talk? <laughs> and then I get up on stage and I'm just cracking jokes nonstop. And, you know, obviously after my freshman year, everyone's like, who is this fucking crazy kid? He's so funny, blah, blah, blah. He's crazy. He He's drunk. He's showing up to class <laughs> doing... These marketing presentations, drunk as a motherfucker, and it's yeah, yeah. That 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 was me in class. And then by senior year, I just stopped showing up to class because I knew I could get away with just coming in, presenting my group project, and then and then that's it. I would get a B, B plus, and I'd be okay with that. You know, I, I never missed class. I was a nerd. You know why? Because it was like it was like a. It's like a financial thing in my house. Like, if I'm gonna pay for this fucking class, I'm gonna go to this class. See that? But that's, the thing, I would go to class and just sleep. You see, that's where you and I differ. You, you <laughs> had that. You had that guilt of good my, Asian, bad yeah, Asian. My parents paid for this class. My fucking loads paid for that <laughs> class, man. <laughs> I fucking borrowed see? money to fucking sleep in my room. Right. See, exactly. I'll just go to class. I'll pay attention. I, I wouldn't. Even, I wouldn't. Even, I would be like, fuck this. I didn't pay for this class. My parents paid for this class. <laughs> This ain't my money that I'm wasting right here. So I would just like, you know, I'd show up when I needed to. Such you know? a bad Korean. Bad, bad Korean. Yeah, but I, I, I'm I'm very good at cutting corners. And I... But I you are good. I, yeah, well, I graduated with a 3.1, showed up to a class. High five, motherfucker. I just high five Pudge. That's that's almost an A minus, all right. No, three point one is like an Asian F. You might as well just yeah. got like you might as well got an F at this point. Well, this is this is also coming from the same kid who got a one point oh and a one point one in econ one hundred and one and econ one hundred and two respectively. All right. Wow, they. Yeah. I thought you couldn't take one hundred and two. Well, whatever. I don't know no, you can take both of them because they're they're both 
you know, whatever. Like this, this is all right. We're off. We're off track. <laughs> Talking about school is panda, boring. Panda, panda, panda. <laughs> Talking about school is boring unless you're Asian and you can understand this. I was at the, was at the Kanye show last night. You were at the Kanye, at show, the Kanye show where he night. fucking danced on the stage on top of that was like hovering yeah. of, over a crowd of people. Yeah, it, it was incredible. Like it sounds really like you could, I've seen you, Instagram. You could videos. picture it, but what's cool about it is that for like. At least like the opening five tracks that were hype as shit, like the light wasn't even so. How was it? it? Was a stage pretty much just floating over the crowd, right? Just just hanging over, hanging over the crowd. But under the stage were spotlights, right? And, and then, then you could see the mosh pits. Yeah, it was right? a complete fucking mosh pit. And and like what was awesome is that Kanye didn't even have the spotlight on him. Like the light on him was like very dim. All the lights were on the mosh pit below him, and it was fucking. I've never seen so many people moshing at a, like a rap concert. Where are are those like floor seat people moshing, or are they no floor seats? So the whole floor, um, this is in Madison Square Garden. Usually the floor has like seats in them, and then like right. only the people at the front of the stage stand up. But there really was no front of the stage; it was just floating. So the entire floor was standing room. There wait, were wait, no wait. Seats. okay. So he started the show f- on a floating, st- like pretty much. Yeah, suspended stage. Yeah, there was no like front or back. It was just like he just like drifted around the. the he started the, the show like that. Yeah, he was he was on the thing the whole time. Like he didn't get a break, and he was like strapped to the middle of it. So like, so like when he was like rapping, he was like leaning forward and also oh like he wouldn't God. fall over. It was dope. That must have been cool. It was like the whole. He always puts on a show. Like the production yeah, value itself. His, like he is a he is a performer, a master yeah. master yo, but, performer. Yo, but those mosh pits, like they were fucking crazy. <laughs> like people I've, going, I've seen Instagram videos. I've never I've, been to like a crazy like corn concert or nothing like that. I'm sure those are even crazier. But for like by like corn, what? Like, <laughs> Pulling out the nineties. <laughs> the nineties reference. That was a good one. That was a good uh, one. But like, I would have I would have went with Slipknot, but okay, course. Okay, I can the, respect the that. The only other show where I went to where like there was like a mosh pit was um Rock the Bells on Randall's Island, um and Rage Against the Machine headline. But they're right. not really hip hop, they're more like rock. They're like yeah, kinda in between. They're, they're the was, they were the precursor to Lincoln it was, Park. Yeah, it was Wu Tang and then Rage. Like, right. People were kind that was of, the first Rock the Bells. But that makes sense though, because like the Rage crowd is like very much the mosh pit crowd, but man, Kanye had people moshing. It was fucking crazy. That's ins- and they were just dancing underneath that stage the entire concert, or it was like moving around. So like, if like, oh, the stage was moving. Yeah, so at different at, sections. Yeah, stage would just move around the floor. So like, different people were on the spotlight. Jesus Christ, people, people who paid for those floor seats definitely got their money's worth, huh? Yeah, man, it was it was crazy. I mean, unless you like you got stuck under the stage, <laughs> but like if you hear them moshing or you're like watching the show. That's but. crazy. Who are his opening acts? None. He just fucking no. Happen- he no. just came up, came on up stage. His set was kind of short, maybe like it's probably hour and a half, hour and a half to two hours, and no encore. You believe that shit? He yeah, fucking, he's probably fucking tired as fuck. He fucking ended on. Uh, you know how much it? money it costs to suspend a goddamn stage over a fucking <laughs> crowd of people. You know how much insurance that he, is. He said that. Um, that show is the most tickets Masquerade Gardens ever sold for an event, which I believe because the whole floor was like packed. I've never oh, seen a show yeah, there where the whole right. floor is standing because there's no seats. There's no seats. Wow, honey, Dang, it's easy a season, fucking man. Fucking businessman. Yeah, you know that business act. I didn't see Kim Kardashian though, or any of the Jenner sisters. <sighs> Thank God. Did you see the fucking uh, apartment that they're? That penthouse apartment that they're staying at no, in I don't, New York I, City, I, I that they're Airbnb in for like five million dollars, but they get it for free. Oh, really? They're getting it for free, apparently. 
The rich getting richer, man. <laughs> it's, it's not fair. It's not fair. It's not. That's fuck. Fuck Kim Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, without a, without a Kim K. Nah, man. I don't want to like get caught on Kanye. Oh, oh, side. oh like, okay, all right, fine. She, nah, fine. she's good people. Yeah, she. I mean, she's, <laughs> she's not good people, but she's okay. Yeah, all right, all right, fine. It's Kim K. That was a little Asian community. <laughs> Is she? People, write, tweet us, let us know. Breaking Bamboo. Has Kim Kardashian done anything nice? <laughs> if you are Asian and uh, Kim Kardashian has uh, interacted with you in some way, tweet at us. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure the person who does her dry cleaning is definitely a Korean. All right. Uh, 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 100%. 100%. Uh, and know. the person who does her nails, definitely a Korean too. Now you're just being racist. Now you're no, being racist. statistically speaking, Koreans own every dry cleaner and nail salon that you'll ever own. 100%. Koreans own 100%. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> we own all the facts. dry cleaners. This is where you come for the facts. All the dry cleaners. Facts. So the so facts what, and generalizations. So what, what do the Vietnamese people do then, huh? Uh, what do you do with my people? Uh, they own all the Vietnamese food shops. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're definitely you're wrong. You're, this is I put the whole, I'm plugging holes through this theory all day. They're definitely what? Vietnamese people own like okay. nail salons. Okay, stereotypically, what I think it's all Vietnam? regional. Like up in the Bronx, like a lot of the nail salons are owned by Vietnamese people. I think like really, I want to say a you lot. Sure about but, that? Well, let's just say my parents knew a lot of people that okay. <laughs> that right. had nail salons. Right. Right. So, no, you don't have a monopoly on nail salon. But we got all the dry cleaners on lock. You know what? Uh, you ain't fucking with our dry cleaners, bro. Yeah, I haven't heard many. I know, I know one Vietnamese like, family that had a dry cleaner. Yeah, they, probably, they probably bought it from a Korean, though. Oh, you're, you're, or they or they worked. We for should uh, we should be like um, you're like property brothers, except for like, <laughs> like uh, we're flipping dry cleaners. <laughs> Just come up in there, and be like, what the fuck is this? This this a coin machine? Gotta get the cards. You gotta get the laundry machine with the cards. What's going on here? Dry clean is impossible. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's how that's how you like get you know. Gotta make it more relatable. Yeah, you know. I have you ever been inside? We should uh, work? we should follow up like fresh off the boat with some like. Uh, <laughs> let's just pitch that idea. And some like idiot from uh, fucking the head of ABC. Like that's a great Fuck. idea. I love it. <laughs> That's, that's a fan, that's a great way to portray we'll never, uh, minorities. We'll never put it on ABC. We'll <laughs> never put it on ABC. <laughs> All right, so Pudge, you heard football about season football is season. on the way. Football season, football season way. is starting tomorrow. Tomorrow? Tomorrow's Thursday. Tomorrow's Thursday. Who's yeah, playing tomorrow? Four teams. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Giants play Saturday, Sunday. That's all we give a fuck about. Eli, we're gonna have Eli on the show. He actually wanted to come on the show. We were like, nah, not like. Yeah. We don't. We want. You, we want you focused on yeah. the, on the season. Right. But. Right. Right. But if ODG but JPP, wants to come on. He come if, on anytime. Yeah. If JPP wanted us to throw a peace sign and take a picture with us Asian <laughs> people, you know, we were all for it. But you know, some shit went down last year. Why? Why is it that Asians throw the peace sign? I never understood that. I I, I used to know a lot of Asian people. I mean, I <laughs> what the fuck? They died. Uh, like, ask that question. Them? Ask that question again. Why do people do the peace sign, Pudge? Asian people in particular. Yeah, in particular. They always like to do the peace sign. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't know either. I mean, I've been trying to figure it out, but I have no idea. So, like, I grew up in the Bronx, and when they throw the peace sign, it's like they throw know, it knuckle, sideways, like, like knuckles right. out sideways. Right. 
And then, you know, then I go to my, you know, my, my high school with other age people. And I'm like, what the fuck? Right. Are these guys? And then they show the fingers. Yeah. They got to show the thumb over yeah. the other fingers. I don't. I have no idea. And they do I, it. I thought you were about to drop some knowledge. I thought no, you knew. No, I, I, I'm trying to think of something on my feet. And I right. just can't think. Put, put, put that on the list of uh, yeah. things for our intern to do. All right. Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> Taking yeah. the knee. He's, take, he's taking the knee uh, during the anthem. How you feel about that, Pudge? Okay, so here's the here's the problem with Colin Kaepernick taking the knee. All right. All right. First of all, Colin Kaepernick, Colin Kaepernick, is a second string quarterback. <laughs> That's your problem. That, he's that a is the problem. If the, if if this was a first string quarterback, you know, I think I think it'd be even bigger deal. But the fact is that he's a second string quarterback. And he's and he's trying to make a stand, you know. And it's a great stand, and it he has every right to do it, you know. This is fucking America, right? This is America, right? Like this is our God-given right for us to express ourselves, freedom of speech, freedom of expression. What, what the hell does him being a second-string quarterback have to do with but, anything? But Why the does fact that, that he is a second-string quarterback, like it doesn't carry as much weight as if it was like. Apparently, it does. Everybody's talking about it. If Peyton Manning did it, or if dude, if Peyton Manning did it, like everybody would be everybody all be over that. They'd be like, "Oh, Peyton Manning, so like he's exactly. the man. He's supporting exactly. black people. Yeah. Exactly, we'd be all aboard. Everybody would be but like, but that, the fact that is, didn't happen that with a, Colin Cap. Yeah, because he's for, he's a second string quarterback. Nobody gives a fuck about no, the second no, string you're quarterback. Fucking, no, that is not the point. No, <laughs> obviously, yes, I understand that he's like. So you're what, saying if a, if a, he's another half black half white. Like he's taking a stand for, you know, Black Lives Matter, police brutality. Yeah, yeah, I get, I get that. But this isn't Jim Brown taking a stand for like civil rights. Mm-hmm. You know, this is this is a fucking yeah. second string quarterback. So, so you agree with the message? Stand. You just don't yeah. like that a second string quarterback yeah. is doing it. <laughs> it. I mean, look, I if, love that you focus on the important stuff, Punch. That's what I love about you. If, 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 if he, if he really wanted. To resonate with America, he's become a first string quarterback. Yeah, exactly. And then <laughs> exactly. Then we'd have to, we'd actually have to consider, be like, you know what? We can't beat up on this guy too much. You know, they can't cut him. No, they can still cut they would, him. They would have the same fucking reaction. They can the still first. cut him though. They're not gonna. They if he was, not. if he was a first string quarterback, no, they can't no. cut him. People, people now like, they're stuck and they can't cut. No, him. the support is coming towards Colin Kaepernick. When he first oh, yeah, said, it, of course, jersey, the fucking knee jerk reaction what, idiots were like, "Oh, you're a fucking idiot." What like, was his jersey sales numbers? He's like the best in the league no, right now, number one right now, and he, he said he, that he's gonna donate proceeds to the back to community, whatever that means. But you know, I didn't. I was not expecting. To hear a rant about uh, second string quarterbacks when I asked you about uh, your feelings about Look, Colin Kaepernick, I, I, you you do understand that though. Like if if it was like a Dominic McNabb in his prime yeah. or Michael Vick pre dog yeah, fighting, yeah, yeah. it was kind of like Colin Kaepernick. It was like Colin Kaepernick was like, "Well, I got shit to lose." Right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like he could get cut tomorrow, and yeah. like nobody. And then the story would be a non-issue now. It'd be dope for everybody. Like if Cam Newton did it. Ooh. Oh, Cam's not gonna do it though. Cam Cam is too media savvy to do it. If I was a second string quarterback, I'll probably do it. Cam, did you see? If I was how, a first string quarterback, I'll think about it. I'll probably still do it. I mean, for, okay. First of all, let's 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 talk about the elephant in the fucking room, which is, um, uh, you know, <laughs> you see, that's a fucking terrible <laughs> elephant. <laughs> kind of fucked up zoos you got in Brooklyn, huh? Yeah, Brooklyn Zoo. Brooklyn have a zoo? 
<laughs> yeah, in ODB's. Oh, you got Prospect <laughs> Park, right? Yeah. yeah, we got we got we got Bronx Zoo. Second okay, look. If if first of all, do you see Cam Newton? Cam Newton had a GQ spread, Esquire spread, and then they completely crucified him after he like was a sourpuss at the press conference because he was uncomfortable with the cornerback that just beat him in the biggest game of his career. Yeah. And he's talking shit right next to him and he's just feeling uncomfortable yeah. and then people are making a big deal of that. And then and then and then if Cam Newton did this, I don't know. I think it would be it'd be career suicide. And Cam Newton nah, knows Nah, you think so? I don't yes. I don't think it is. I think I think Yo, I'm telling you man, more people are supporting Colin Kaepernick. Initially people were like, This guy's an idiot, but like People came to their sets like, uh, I, you know, I, even Obama was like, yeah, like he didn't say he supported, but he was like, that's fine, like, right? That's <laughs> no big right. deal. Yeah. That's his God-given right, as an as an American. Even like like military people are coming out back now, Kaepernick. Right, as an American, on, that they're that's fighting his... for the right for him to do that. That's what people don't realize. What's like, the, what's the first what's the first right as American? Freedom of expression, right? Sure. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, so I. I, I think, yeah, he has every right to do it. It's just the fact that this isn't Muhammad Ali. This isn't Jim Brown. This isn't, like, it's not even, like, he's not even on OJ's level, yeah. you know? Yeah. So if if he was, then maybe I'd be all aboard. But the fact is, he's still a second-string quarterback. They can cut him. <laughs> you but know. you agree with the message. You're like. Yeah, it's fine. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. It's fine. But what, if Cam what, Newton, if Cam Newton, what did if like ODB did it? That'd be that'd be a big deal, right? Oh, if ODB, if ODB I, did yo, it, yo, don't like it. Wouldn't surprise me if like this became a thing where like mad players started doing it. I mean, you did hear, you did hear. It's kind of like the whole before, like slacktivism thing. Like you know how people like share shit on Facebook and they're being like, this is the exact same thing. Like, oh, take a knee, y'all take a knee. It's like <laughs> that's one way to show my support. I'll do it. Yeah, I mean, you you did hear like. Melo took a stand before the Olympics about, you know, all the violence going on in yeah, America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at the ESPYs, what was it? LeBron, Wade, Wade yeah. and Chris Paul. They like yeah. And then and then Jordan finally came out and like made a statement uh, finally and then Melo's response was like, It's about time. <laughs> Calling out a legend. That was a bold move by Carmelo Anthony. That's why you gotta respect that's why you got to respect no, Melo. It's going to be a good year for the Knicks, man. I, I, I hope days. so, man. It's going to be a good year. I hope so. We got we got pretty much the Bulls of the 2010s playing for us. Plus like the, plus Chris Stapps and Melo. And on, Chris no. Stapps. I mean, you know, they, <laughs> this, this is the team that the Bulls could have been if Melo signed in Chicago, what, four years back? <laughs> Wait, so like, here, here, take, take, take this about me. Do you think more people are going to start taking the knee like Kaepernick? I bet you it wouldn't surprise I mean, me. We've if, already seen if kickoff. You've yeah. already seen the woman. Yeah, the the soccer woman soccer player, player right? Megan yeah, she did it. Rapino did it. Is she a good soccer player? I don't know anything about her. Yeah, she's a. She's like famous. Yeah, I mean, oh, right. she's gonna be. Yeah, I mean, she's gotta, you, man. it's yeah. a thing. She's awesome. Well, maybe she's just trying to sell jerseys. <laughs> I mean, you know, her kidding. her reasoning was, you know, she's a lesbian and she also felt like her rights weren't respected. And yeah. She can sympathize with Colin Kaepernick. She's just. Follow if there was an opportunity for me to uh, take a knee at the like national anthem, like I might do it. Maybe I'll just go to a Yankee game and just would, do it. I would never do that. No, you wouldn't. No, why not? Because America is a great country. And what uh, if like Asian people were getting like shot up, like black people were? Would you do it? No, 
You still wouldn't do it? No. Interesting. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying I would do it. I wish I like. Why? Why would you do it? To speak up. The fuck. Why? Like to to bring attention to, to exactly what? to what America. Once people finish, stop stop see, talking see, about Colin is, Kaepernick. I think, I think Once people is, got over the fact that he did it, they started talking about why he did it. Like that's where the conversation is right. going right now, and that's but, why you do it. But I I I feel like I feel like first of all, when he first when he first when he first did it. Where he didn't take the knee, where he just sat on the bench. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he was just tired. I was just like, oh yeah, this is just (laughs) like a lazy bench. Like this. He was like, I'm second string. I don't gotta stay loose. He's a bench player. Of of course, he's just gonna sit on the bench. Like he's just. This is like a great like Dave Chappelle skit, where like some guy (laughs) did like mean to be an actor and stuff. He just sat down. He was tired. He's like, oh, oh, (laughs) I just missed the national anthem. He's like, but then and then he said, you know, the full. Yeah, Star Spangled Banner is actually a, a a full third verse that we don't even sing or acknowledge, which is talking about how, you know. Whoa, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, that the there's whole a third verse. There's a third verse really talking about how America is great because we punish our runaway slaves and stuff like that. Whoa. So Ooh. yeah, so he was saying, yeah, the Star Spangled Banner. Is this true? Banner, is this cons- some conspiracy theory? All right, I believe you. I believe and you. And he said, you know, the Star Spangled Banner is like a racist song, and I don't. You know, we have a long history of racism in this country, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And then all of a sudden, all this other shit starts getting tagged on to, like, what he's doing. And, and, then, and then he follows it up, like, yeah, you know, Black Lives Matter, yeah. you know, police fucking brutality and all this. And, you know, I, I, if you're going to make a stand like that, you got to come out 100% knowing exactly why you're doing it and what you're doing it for. I feel like right now, now he's like piecing the entire message together. Whatever, man. He's got people talking about it. We're talking about it. We're talking about it. Mission accomplished. Yeah, but I mean, what are we going to do besides talk about it? We're talking about it. That's like, that's a step. It's better than nothing. But we're not, we're not, unfortunately, we're not people of power, Right. All right, all right, got too real there. Yeah. Got too real there. All right. If I take a fucking kneel pause, you kneel next to me, all right? Listen, if Asian <laughs> people were getting fucking killed and shit like every other day by police, you want to fucking no kneel? Reason, no. You want to kneel me, motherfucker? <laughs> I get a fucking gun and I'd shoot. I'd shoot. Oh, oh this fuck. is this is a whole now, other. Now topic. I understand why the. Uh, now I understand why dude, the yo. why the renegade like. All right. Yeah. Okay. Who you voting for? Who you voting for, Pudge? Don't ask me that question who again, man. For? I mean, who are you voting for? Hillary. I'll say, I'll say it. Oh, wow. Oh, well, I'll put it this way. Not Trump. <laughs> <I'll put it laughs> right. So I was like, what's wrong, Pudge? You didn't see your therapist this week, man? You seem really wound up. Uh, I see my therapist every Thursday, so this is just uh, a warm-up for my therapist. You can talk shit about me to your therapist? No, 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 no. Well, I mean, I, I mean, you know, there, there's a lot of things going on with I would love to be a fly in the wall, because... Pudge tells me some deep and dark shit. Yeah. Everything that I tell my friends. I'm like, what the fuck? Everything that I tell my friends is the same thing that I tell my my therapist. No, there's definitely some shit you don't you don't tell. Yeah, no, the Everybody's got their secrets. No, I I tell her everything. it's just that I probably told her some things that I haven't told you guys, you know? And and the thing is that why I see a therapist is because she gives me, you know, an Unobjective view. She's never seen me wasted. 
You know, it took me. <laughs> that's like, it took me eight. That's either, it. Took her. It took her eight months before she found out that I had a nipple ring. When I meet complete strangers and they know I have a nipple ring within four hours, it's like fucking four seconds. You know, so like Wait, wasted pudge might be like the best pudge ever or the worst pudge ever. It's yeah, very, it's a very yeah, fine line. It's a very. It's. A, <laughs> I'm still trying I'm, to I'm, find. I've seen, I've seen both sides. Yeah, I'm just. I'm always trying to find that balance. You know, that's. Hey, let me, let, let me ask you something. You're, last time you, you talked about your therapist, you told me how like uh, Asians don't know shit about mental health or like just don't don't consider. Do your parents know you uh, see a therapist? Yes. Yeah. Yes. They were, my mom was fully supportive, but now she's kind of like, "Why are you still seeing her? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I see no difference in your personality. You're not acting more responsibly. You know, I I, I just don't see it. You know, and you know, maybe she's right, maybe she's wrong. I don't know, but yeah. What did Papa say? Uh, my, you know, Papa my dad. Doesn't, Papa doesn't say much. Yeah, my dad doesn't say much. I which feel, is, I, feel like I mean, this is a my dad. Is, right now, my dad. It's like just my dad is probably one of those guys who should see a therapist, but he's too, too. Oh, it's not happening. He's too I Asian. Can't, no, absolutely. Yeah, not. Just, just, I can never see like. No, that's not happening. Yeah, exactly. Like a first generation Asian American. Like he's like I got bills father. and shit. Like yeah, I don't got fucking time to see a therapist. Yeah, I got bills. Man, this, this guy grew up poor in in like pre-industrial Korea, South Korea, and he's, like, all he cared about was, like, working when he was young because his dad died young, and he's got to make the money for the family. So, like, all he knows is work, and, like, you know, like, what what the fuck does he have to worry about? <laughs> he's got to worry about eating and sleeping and, you know, waking up the next day, you know? So, like, yeah, he's not seeing a therapist, man. He ain't got... He, my dad has no feelings. He's got zero feelings, <laughs> all right? So, you know... Like a, true, he, like a true Korean. Yeah, man. Like, he eats ice cream at the end of the night now, you know? That's his guilty pleasure. And then That's like, funny. My dad does that, too. Yeah. Or used to do that. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I think I think the older you get, everything kind of slows down, and then you can kind of relax a little bit, you know? Yeah, definitely, man. But, uh, yeah, I mean, my mom is more of the sensitive type. You know, I take after my mom more, you know, which is probably like a... A bad thing if you ask the ladies, you know, because I'm a mama's boy, but <laughs> what can I do? I'm a sensitive soul. Your, your, your mom still does make you a lot of food. Oh, my mom does too. Oh, just, no, my mom doesn't mom really make, she buys me, she buys me. You got that the good meat in your fridge. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah, you she gives that me good that meat. good Korean meat, like yeah. the, the carby, Pops. the short ribs, the, you know, pork belly, you know. And then she's like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, yeah. she's, a, she's a lovely woman. She offered me a sandwich in her uh, bodega. Yeah, in the in the deli. We not I, a bodega. Bring, not the bodega. We don't own a bodega. Deli, sorry, <laughs> deli. Correction. It's a deli. Uh, but yeah, man. I mean, you know, what, 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 how do we end up talking about my parents and my and my parents' deli? I don't know. <laughs> in I, Park Slope on Seventh Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, yeah, don't give them. They might start fucking start egging it. <laughs> fucking tired of hearing these fucking ching changs on the radio. You go, egg your deli, your bodega. But yeah, man. I mean, you know, the, the neighborhoods changed. Like owning a, owning that kind of business. How long? How long your parents had the the deli for? Is it Park Slope? Yeah, uh, they've owned that deli since I was in high school. Oh, so definitely more than. 
They put they put me and my little brother through college, out of state college. Bodega money. Spending that bodega don't, money. Don't tell don't tell the IRS though. You should, de- you should definitely make a rap song called like bodega money. It's like, so Pudge and I are gonna do a sitcom at some point and it's gonna be called uh, Bodega Bros. Bodega Bros. And it's based on Pudge is my friend who has a Korean bodega or deli. I wanna keep calling bodega. Yeah, I don't I don't mean disrespect fine. by it. Yeah. Just, that's just a bodega. Yeah. Uh, about Pudge's then, uh, Pudge's uh, bodega in uh, Brooklyn, by run by Korean fa- family, and a bodega um, run in the Bronx, run by a Dominican family, also who our friends are, and they're twins, and they're twins. So, so like this is this is ripe for it, you know. It's funny sitcom. when they meet, they have like bodega talk, like how much <laughs> you get cased for this for? No, I'm just well, how, do that. How's that boy's head meet? Delivery today. Uh, nah, but they're still about that. Like they're still about that bodega life. They both still like work there. Yeah, you and your brother. I, I would have got out. Yeah, I would have been trapped in that bodega life, and I, I like had a hissy fit and told yeah. my dad I don't want this shit. Hey, I yeah. don't want your life. Fucking <laughs> varsity. You fucking varsity <laughs> blues, them, bro. Yes. Because that was Asian the old... kids don't do that. That's that's the white people. <laughs> like, they, Dude, we don't I, we don't varsity blues that man. Dude, I was my dad opened up a second. I don't want my open. Life. My dad opened up a second store all of a sudden out of the out of the blue, and I was like, "What the? What is going on? Why are you opening up? A, who's gonna work here? <laughs> Who do you expect to work here?" Then you had to give him the varsity. And I blues. was just like, "I don't want this." Yeah, you know, it must have been a tough conversation. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, tears were tears were had, you know, then. I had to wipe the tears off my dad's face. Yeah. Let, me, let me tell you a funny story about when I went to Pudge's Bodega um, for the first time. So I think I could tell him the story, when, right? When was this? I don't remember. You're going to have to rehash my memory. So we, for some reason, I was in Brooklyn. We were, we were in Brooklyn. We might have just come from a show or something like that. And we get to this bodega. And the whole time I'm like, yo, like, I'm, like I want to like make a sandwich. Like that's kind of been my dream. Mm. Like go back there and like. <laughs> You know, like cut the meat yourself. Just make like use the slicer. Use the slicer. Like you have like any single like meat you want. Um, All the condiments. Pudge is a nice deli. They got a good selection of meats. Nice and clean. And so then I'm like, Yo, Pudge, let's go. And he was like, Yo, I'm not allowed. I'm not. I'm not allowed back there. And so then I was like, What are you talking about? Like your your parents own this. Like let's go back and make a sandwich. Nope, not allowed. Even so, the Mexican dudes who work behind they're Mexican, right? Right. My amigos. Pudge's amigos who work at the deli would not let Pudge back there. They're like, We'll make you a sandwich. But you can't, you like, we'll make yeah. you anything you want, but you're not allowed, your parents don't let you back here. <laughs> so my parents have owned a, a deli for, what, 15 years in Brooklyn, and they have never let me use the deli slicer. So I can never, no matter what, if my friends are in the deli, they'll never let me use that slicer and, you know, cut, like, pastrami. Or, so you, you've or never, you've never, 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 even to this day. Yo, can we do it someday? One day, one day. Yo, let's do it someday. <laughs> I'm like... I like one day. That's just yo. I'm down. I I would I would love to learn how to do it, but I'm I'm now I'm terrible. Like the whole reason why they never let me do it. They're they're scared that I'm gonna slice my finger into (laughs) a sandwich, and then you know a huge thing. You you all saw that scene on the wrestler, right? Yeah. So like they're worried that I'm gonna do that, and then you know eventually like riding like learning how to swim. You know, time passed and. So Pudge doesn't know how to swim 10, is what he's 15, saying. Fifteen <laughs> years later, I still don't know how to swim. <laughs> you gotta learn how to swim, man. I try, I try Do to I t- really? Do I really need I to mean, learn how to swim? Probably. I mean, why? 
Why? Because we, we were at a pool like last I, week. I'm, I'm pretty. I'm, I'm Actually, it wasn't that deep, so you still went. I'm, I'm pretty sure that we're gonna float? die in a nuclear holocaust before we die in a flood. You know, that's a good point. So why do why do I need to <laughs> learn how to swim? If I'm if I'm if I'm on a, I don't know, if, I'm on a, a water if park. I'm driving over a bridge, if I'm driving on a bridge over a body of water, yeah, and that bridge f- collapses and I'm still in the car. I don't need to learn how to swim. I'm dying in now. Oh, that this is a good segue to our next topic. Uh, Which is what? The burkinis. Wow, you're going to bring up the burkinis. I'm bringing up the burkinis, man. Fucking, <laughs> you know about the burkinis, right? Yeah, I know all about so, the So if people don't know about the burkinis, they're like these, these bathing suits that uh, Muslim women wear. Not all Muslim women, but like the really, I want to say Orthodox, like Orthodox Jews, but that's yeah, not the name, right? The they're really traditional. traditional. They're really tra- traditional Muslim women. They wear like these bikinis that are pretty much just like tights. Full, yeah, yeah, full body. Full body tights for like when they go to the beach. And France is saying, uh-uh. France is like, we, we do not want the bikini. <laughs> That's a very good French impression. The, the bikini, do it again. The bikini is uh, not sexy. We, <laughs> we, uh, we don't want the bikini in the France. <laughs> No, it's so fucking stupid. Like, what? Like, are they gonna fucking start telling fat kids take their shirts off in the water too? Whoa, like, what the fuck? Like, whoa. how are you telling these women to like not wear that? I mean, I think it's. I also think it's messed up, but I think they second ju- straight quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> but I think they they fucked up by saying, like, they didn't give a reason why they banned. The burkini, right? But like one, it was like for like sanitary reasons, and we were like, "All right, that's yeah, fucking I mean, that's, stupid." Yeah. And then like what like I've done more terrible things in a pair. Yeah, of like tiny that's shorts that's just that's just like I a fucking have. cop out. Yeah. Um. And if they if they came at it from the angle, hey, extra extra clothing, extra fabric, is harder to to for a lifeguard to save you in. No, that's bullshit. That, what what do you want them to make a better excuse? No, there is no excuse for it. Like and then, no, what was the excuse that they gave? So first they said it was like, uh, like, um, like hygienic reasons, and the second, I don't know if it's really an excuse how they're saying like they view the fact that the um those women have to wear that as like a sign of oppression. How like see that yeah that's when fucking, they but like when they said that that's all that but like that was too much. But it's like but you ask the woman. It's not like you ask the woman like. Are you being forced to wear this? And they're saying yes. They're like, no, I want to wear this. Like, leave me alone and let right. me wear it. Like, nobody has like a gun to their head and saying like, you have to wear this. Uh, I, I like read, they're upset that they can't wear it. Like, I read, I read in like Israel, they have the same thing. They're like, you know, uh, women like in similar, bikinis. Yeah, except for it's like and all women tights. in burkinis. Yeah, and they're completely okay with everything yeah. out there. I think friends. Like I think France is just panic after like the attack. Xenophobia, shit, man. man. Yeah, man. That Xenophobia. shit fucking. It's crazy how like America gets hit with attack, and all of a sudden Muslims are bad people. And fucking France gets hit with attack, and like Muslims are bad people. It's fucked up, man. Just let them wear the bikini, please, <laughs> please. I beg of you. Bikini, okay. <laughs> I'm like pasta, pasta, great poop. <laughs> I'm like really bad at access, but that one actually came out pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good, right? That's pretty good. I mean, you know, you are look, Vietnamese. Look, usually Vietnamese, I'm Vietnamese like, they they did speak a little French, right? Yeah, you yeah, yeah. So it's in your blood. We, we were colonized yeah. by the French. Yeah. So you that's, know. Why, that's why our food is so good though. <laughs> it's true. Facts. <laughs> Fucking 
What? Just, the best. What? You just, you about to Vietnamese what? You Korean got, food battle you, me right now? Look, listen. You don't you don't want to start listen, that right now. Yeah. We we gotta end this show. Co- Koreans ain't got. We don't have a sandwich. We don't have a sandwich. Don't have a sandwich. You have that sandwich. You have that sandwich on. <laughs> it's a banh mi, son. You got that sandwich on. You fuck with banh mi. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yo, if if Colin Kaepernick took a knee, he was like, yo, this is because I want like. I'm with oh, I want, I, you would be I, like, hold up, <laughs> hold up. Like, I'm with you, but you're a second string quarterback. Come talk to me when you're a first string quarterback. <laughs> that, that, that's what Budge say. Like, I'm with you, but you need to be a first yeah. string quarterback. I 100% co signed that one. Okay. <laughs> I guess a good way to end it. You brought a full circle. Yeah, man. This is it. It's good. They just really broke down a lot of barriers. We did, man. That was that was an intense episode, but we got a lot, a lot of our chat. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you. Hot sauce, sub sauce, swag sauce. sauce.